BetMGM welcomes you with a special offer on the NBA. Simply place a $10 money line wager on today's game. If either team hits a three-pointer, you'll win $200 in free bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. Just use bonus code CHAMPION200 when you make your bet. BetMGM is proud to be an authorized gaming partner of the NBA. And there's endless ways to make it rain with the king of sportsbooks. Download the app or go to BetMGM.com and use bonus code CHAMPION200 to win $200 in free bets if a three-pointer is made in today's game. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. and Virginia only. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. This is a song about love. Welcome to the Coco Express Network. Talk radio that informs. Talk radio that inspires. Talk radio that enlightens. Talk radio for us all. Hey, good evening, and welcome back to the hashtag Etiquette is Essential, the table game part two. And this is all about table etiquette. Now, in our last conversation, we talked about the table, its origins, its importance in our um, everyday life, and we discussed the different types of table settings that there are, the formal and informal, or we can call them table covers. We learned a little bit of terminology in regards to table etiquette, and we decided to focus on the informal table setting because it's easier and it has a lot less things to it. However, before we get to the setting of the table, um, let's talk about what do you do when you approach the table, how you're seated? When you approach the table how and how you're seated is something you really need to keep in mind. It, you know, it seems so easy and so simple, but as I spoke to you and told you in the last segment that there's um, an order to everything in regards to etiquette. So there's an order to approaching the table and taking a seat as well. Now, if you are alone, you approach the table and you take a seat from the left. If you're not alone and you're in a group, it's easier if everyone, when they approach the table, they take a seat from the left because that way they won't bump into each other. So everything is kind of uniformed. Now, if you're in a group and there are males in attendance and females, The male, please, the male should pull the chair out for the woman as she moves from the left to be seated, then gently push the chair in. Please remember that. 
and just practice it. Men, young men, um, please practice that on a regular basis because um, we've kind of gotten away from that and we forget about that also. And that's really important. Uh, There's also an order to when you are seated, if you're in a home or if you're out at a dinner party. There's an order to everything. Um, If you're in someone's home, the host dictates and guides exactly what happens. The host dictates and guides when you go to the table to sit. The host dictates and guides when you sit at the table as well. So she is the one that says, okay, let's, let's be seated. You don't sit at the table before the host does. And this applies also when you're at an engagement outside at a restaurant with a group. Uh, the hostess, the person throwing the party, will give the directives in regards to when and where you're supposed to sit and be seated. Now, that we've gotten that out of the way, and now this is just something that you should keep in mind, and you can practice it on a regular basis so that you will know. And I am glad that we're going over this because it's on my list of things that I wanted to discuss. And it makes it easier for you when you know what to do when, you do, when you're when you doing it. And we're going to get into napkin etiquette um, a little bit later in one of the future segments of, of this, well, one of the future episodes of the segment. Okay. Now we're going to try setting the table. And we're going to do informal style, like I told you, because um, it's easier and it's a basic style. And this is how we, on our everyday um, scenario, would sit at the table and what we would do. We would use the informal style unless it's another situation. So for the informal style, um, we're going to do the informal style casual dinner. And we talked about that last time, too. The casual dinner, um, the equipment or the tools needed for a casual dinner are the dinner fork, the dinner knife, the soup spoon, dessert spoon, dessert fork, wine glass, water glass, charger, dinner plate, and iced tea glass. Now, when you are at the table, okay, you have all of your your items that you're going to need, all of the supplies that you're going to need to set the table. Now, the first thing that you're going to do is um, you're going to place the dinner plate at an intended seating location on the table and one inch from the edge of the table. Now, if a lot of you don't have a ruler, because I know most of us don't walk around with a ruler when we go to the table, you can use your finger. The first section of your finger, which is called the distal phalange, phalange, is an inch. So you can measure it and use that as your guide as to measure how far an inch away from the edge of the table is. Um, then, once you have the table, the the um, plate. And the, at the table, then what you're going to do is you're going to place the dinner knife on one inch to the right of the dinner plate with the blade edge facing the left, okay? Then you put the dinner fork one inch to the left of the serving plate. You place the salad fork to the left of the dinner, the dinner fork, and you place the water glass one inch above the dinner knife slightly to the right, and if you remember, your dinner knife is on the right side of the plate. Now, the napkin 
which I said we'll go through napkin etiquette, but the napkin has a place on the table as well. And a napkin can be placed in the center of the plate or to the left of the dinner fork. Uh, then you're going to place your teaspoon. You're going to place your teaspoon outside the dinner knife. And if there's soup being served, place the soup spoon to the right of the teaspoon. And if you are alone, you do this one time. However, if you're going to have your family sit down at the table with you, depending on the size of your family, that's how many times you will repeat this whole thing over and uh, over and over again. Now, I am not sure if you realize that holding the utensil is, there's an order to that as well, and it's important to know how to properly hold the utensil. And when you're holding a utensil, now this is going to be difficult. That's why I attached some photos for you to look at um, on this particular segment. So those of you who have internet access, go to Blog Talk Radio, and you can pull up the Coco Express Show's Etiquette Essentials Series Part 2, and you'll see photos of how to properly hold a spoon, uh, a knife, and fork, and how to cut. Now, in most situations, um, you know, when you're getting ready to eat at the table, you follow, follow the outside end rule, and which will tell you that the knife, fork, and spoon are used at a dinner table. So use utensils outside first and work your way inward to each new course as that's being served. And you'll understand that. We're going to get into that. That's just a little, a little FYI for you. Now, there are two types of styles, you know, and this can be confusing because you have continental style and American style when you're holding a fork, a spoon, and a knife and how that works. Now, with the continental style, you hold your fork in your left hand with the tines down. Now, the tines, for you, for those of you who don't know what that is, that's like the, the pitchfork part of it, so to speak. That's what I'm calling it. And that's, you hold those downward. Now, you hold your knife in your right hand and an inch or two above the plate. You extend your index finger along the top of the blade. There is a photo that is attached to this, which will show you exactly what that means. So that you don't um, get completely confused about how far up or down. Now, that's the continental style with the American style. And also with the continental style, um, some people, they switch. They hold, they cut one way, and they switch it when they have it. But don't let me confuse you anymore because this can be extremely confusing. Now, American style, you hold your fork like a pencil with the shank extended between your thumb and index finger and middle fingers. Your fourth and fifth fingers rest on your hand for leverage, the index finger is extended along the back of the fork as far as the tines, as far as from the tines as possible. Now, you hold the knife with the handle cupped in the palm of your hand along with your third, fourth, and fifth fingers. You place your second finger on the back of the blade and you hold your thumb against the side of the handle. Now, I told you that 
I wasn't going to try to throw too much out there because, like I said, um, table etiquette, the table game is really confusing. No, it's. I'm not going to say it's confusing. I'm going to say it's very intricate. And you want to be able to understand it and be able to master it because your mastery of the table game, it's really important for you in your social life. And it makes you feel more confident and comfortable when you're sitting at the table with friends or even alone. And it lets you, uh, in some respects, you can be the guide as to how people would conduct themselves when they're sitting at the table. And I told you that I had formed a list of a few do's and don'ts. And I'm just going to throw a few of them at you because we don't have a lot more time together. Now, things that you do at the table, I'm going to give a few. You do remember to say please and thank you frequently. Do taste the food before seasoning, okay? A cook or chef who's worked so hard to prepare a menu, a menu item, would probably be appalled to see you drowning in ketchup or salt. Do cut the food one or a few pieces at a time. Cut one piece, eat it, then cut another piece. Do eat quietly. Please do not smack at the table. I mean, sometimes the food is really good, but you got to, you know, smacking your lips, slurping, crunching, and making other noises um, when you chew and swallow. That just is not cool at all. Do take time to put manageable mouthfuls of food in your mouth when you're eating. Don't chew with your mouth open. Chew your food sufficiently. Put the fork down in between bites. Do avoid clicking the utensils in any way. That includes when you are stirring in a cup of coffee or a teacup, when you're cutting on a plate or putting food in your mouth, and also when you're replacing your glass to the table. Do wipe your fingers and your mouth frequently with your napkin. And do use the corners of your napkin to blot your mouth occasionally. Do place your knife and fork beside each other on the dinner plate diagonally diagonally from the left to the lower right. And I'm going to stop right here. Oh, and please, please turn to your host or hostess and say, I enjoyed that very much. Thank you. That is so important. The next time we gather, we're going to talk about the table, how food is um, passed around the table. We're going to do some more of the, the things not to do um, at the table. And we're just going to continue this until we get to the end of our segment. So um, you can reach me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter to find out more about the rest of the series, ask questions, to pose your questions, or to make a comment. And I have to thank the etiquette community. They've been very receptive of these series, and they've been really telling me how important this is. So as you know, hashtag etiquette is essential, and that is the end of our second part of our five-part series on table etiquette called The Table Game. Thank you. See you next week. For more content, visit us at the Coco Express Show.com, Blog Talk Radio.